0: of Nola Famous was mixed and mastered by Soul Sonics. That's S-O-U-L-S-O-N-I-X. If you're looking to get the highest quality recording, check out Soul Sonics now. Tell them we sent you and get 20% off your first session.
1: The name of the game is Lifeworks.
0: Live from Landing Zone Studios, this is Nola Famous. I'm your host, Tatum Gardner, and I have with me today, Carla Pisono, my girl.
1: Hey, Hello. so good to be here.
0: Host of Carla's Kitchen on WGNO, and she features the best local eats in the city. Welcome.
1: Yeah, thanks so much Hi, for it's having me. a while. Me.
0: Like, I feel like I haven't seen you.
1: I know. But then Just again, eating keep, a lot.
0: I keep up <laughs> with you on your Instagram. Instagram. So.
1: That's the best way to keep in touch with my life, Instagram and Facebook, for yeah. sure.
0: What's some good restaurants you've been to lately
1: oh uh, the new restaurant in gretna your hood oh. southern charm bistro and bar
0: really yes
1: delicious you know you got chef uh, lewis brown and chef sam um and they are just killing it with delicious louisiana food and I now that their bar wait. is officially open
0: right um go <laughs> they
1: have some signature cocktails that i haven't tried yet because right when i was
0: shooting the segment the bar wasn't open. Now it's open. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I should say this on the air, but I, when I found out you went there, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's right in front of my neighborhood, but I was waiting until they got their liquor license.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want a nice <laughs> glass of wine or a cocktail. I feel you. But yes, well, we're so excited to have our our guest here today, Hunter Cole. She is not only an artist, but she's a geneticist. I, mean, Ooh. I have so
0: many questions about this. There are
1: so many questions. So good to have you, Hunter. Thank you. Great to be here.
0: Yes. I mean, so, I mean, how does one marry art and science? That's amazing. This is crazy. Well, it
2: probably started as I was a child. I grew up in San Francisco, and um, my dad and I would go to Golden Gate Park and there was a museum, um, the de Young Museum, which is the art museum, and the Academy of Sciences, a science museum, and we would go to both like almost every weekend. So wow. my interest in art and science started very young, um, but then I kind of went towards the science and education, but then in the middle of graduate school, mm-hmm. I went back to the art, which sounds kind of funny, but that's how it happened.
0: Yeah, so you were always interested in both, but you chose yeah. to, and you're a professor of genetics, correct? Or of
2: in biology. biology. I'm in the biology department, yeah. Okay.
0: And so you transferred from Loyola in Chicago to Loyola here. Correct. But it's not a transfer.
2: No, it's not a transfer. Not, I, had, I had to apply okay. no. for a completely different job. Everyone thinks it was a transfer, but it wasn't that easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, from the beautiful weather of Chicago, which right now is probably like 65 and now Actually it's full. Yeah. So tell us, the reason you're here is because you have an exhibit coming up living light. Okay, so you are known for taking bioluminescent bacteria and actually creating art with it. Yes. Oh my god, I have so many questions. I know.
1: So explain what that exactly is and how that all started. So first I'd
2: just like to talk about what bioluminescence is because I think not everyone is familiar with that. So incandescence is a hot light like from a light bulb. And then chemiluminescence is a cool light from a chemical reaction and bioluminescence is a chemical reaction happening in a living cell. And living cells creating their own light, living organisms creating their own light. And I give examples of like, you know, people like swimming in bioluminescent bay and yeah. like having the glow around them or those movies Avatar, or Life of Pi and those being like bioluminescent. So those things are bioluminescent and people having that idea of bioluminescence. Um, I work with a bioluminescent bacteria found in the gut of a specific rockfish. Okay, and it's very bright, and it's great for drawing. Um, and how I started with it, um, I met someone at University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee, when I taught there for a couple of years, and he drew a heart with bioluminescent bacteria for his wife, and I thought, well, if you could draw a heart, you could draw a lot of things, and so that's how it started.
1: That is so. Wait, cool. how would you know to use that specific organism to get that? Fr- is that like a known thing? Oh, it has this beautiful fluorescent light. Or well,
2: bi- it was isolated from that fish and that you you could just you know culture it and put it on a petri dish and you could just see it glowing very brightly so oh. have you ever
0: heard like i've seen before where they had like the glowing oceans or like the glowing waves or whatever yeah, yeah. so this is this is ex- explaining it right? yeah it's
2: actually a different organism but they're both bioluminescent
0: right yeah so this is a bacteria and it's found in the gut of a rockfish. yes okay and wh- wh- where is where do the rockfish swim? Like in the Pacific they? Ocean. They're in the Pacific Ocean. So okay. they
2: like they like cool temperatures. So unlike a lot of bacteria that you culture it like um, at higher temperatures, these guys like room temperature, which is awesome because I don't have to have inc- tons of incubators. Because I have this night, we'll have a thousand petri dishes.
0: Wow.
2: Um, in the installation. So
0: how long wow. does it take for you to like create one petri dish of art? Just one.
2: Uh, It depends on what you're doing with it. If it's part of a larger picture, you know, not very long, maybe just like a couple of minutes for one Petri dish. If you're doing one Petri dish with like detailed brushwork, you know, it could take you know, an hour or something. So it all depends on what you're doing on the petri dish.
0: And once, I'm sorry, once you put it in there, like what's the shelf life of this? Like how long does it glow? So yeah. they grow,
2: um, they get their brightest in about 24 hours and then they die over a two week period. But if you want that really bright glow, you have to. It's in 24 hours, so yes, it's a little bit tricky to do the installation. You have to do all the drawing on the plates the day before, so I have a lot of help. I won't be the only one drawing on the plates because I can't draw on a thousand Petri dishes (laughs) by myself the day before.
1: (laughs) It's going to be a thousand Petri dishes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I I guess because obviously this is a podcast, explain exactly what it looks like. like. Where did you get your influence from to create this art?
2: Well, like I said, the influence was kind of that heart that scientist like drew on the Petri dish for his wife. And then that just kind of inspired drawings. And then I decided I could like, what else could I do with this besides drawings? And then I decided to photograph people and objects by the light of bioluminescent bacteria. And then I thought, what else could I do? I actually did like a nude series and um, it was interesting. I had these cage skirts that I attached Petri dishes to for the nude series. And I noticed as they were like walking around, you know, like in between like shots or whatever photo shoots. um, And I noticed the Kate skirts were moving around and I thought, oh, that's kind of really cool. And so I was like, it would be really interesting to do a video of this. So I did an exhibition at the ARC gallery in Chicago. And at the closing, I actually met a dancer at Loyola University, Chicago. I talked to her, you know, I really would like to do a dancing um, video. And so I did that last year and I did on different themes of bioluminescence, communication, predator-prey relationships and mating. So we did three pieces of choreographed dancing and I did music based on the DNA and protein sequence. And so I shot a film of that dancing. So, but at this exhibit, you will see live dancers and get to interact with them wearing the Petri dishes. And you're encouraged to take selfies and, like, post them to the Internet. So I think that's a fun part of it, too.
1: Wow. this is is. It's so genius. Were you the first person to come up with this kind of idea? To us, you are our first. (laughs) uh, Some other people have, you know, done artwork
2: with bioluminescent bacteria, but I think I'm the only one to do it this extensively. And this is, like doing this installation on Thursday, October 10th, this extensive of an installation, this is the first time that this has been done.
0: So. And you do, so let's make sure that we are clear too. You actually sell the photographs as art with the people in the bioluminescent Yes. dishes in it. And then you also are now doing a live exhibit. So Correct. there's both, right? Yeah,
2: there's both. You can purchase the photographs, yes, and okay. um, they're limited edition. And you can also, you know, enjoy the exhibition. Um, I will take photographs of people, too, that will be available for sale. But you can also do selfies with um, phones and post those to the yeah. internet. So. This is
0: so cool. You're actually mm-hmm. the second person I've had in the studio. We had Craig Tracy. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's like a fine body art painting artist so he like paints the body right and then you know they pose in ways that you can't even tell that it's a person it looks like an animal or yeah like, i've yeah. seen
2: that yeah. yeah
0: and so he's got a gallery in the french Quarter. and so i'm always amazed at somebody who can like take a photograph and turn it actually into a piece of art and it's beautiful i even was looking at where can we see the video though of that oh, i didn't so see wondering that. that where's the video yeah
2: The video of the dancers is not public (gasps) at this point in time because I'm, you know, trying to show it at different art galleries and things like that.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
2: I do have another video that is public. I did like a time lapse photographs of the bioluminescent drawings Mm -hmm. as they grow and as they die. And that video is public, so I can send you a link to
1: that. Okay. So um, when people go to the exhibit, everything's going to be glowing?
2: In the theater, yes. In the theater, <laughs> yes. Everything's going to be. So yeah. it's, It la- you said it lasts for how long? So it's it's brightest in about 24 hours, and then it starts dying off and lasts for about two weeks, but it gets very dim.
1: Oh, so yeah. it's, it's, it's going to last the whole night for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so the entire exhibit is called Living Light, and that's October 5th through November 28th. But there is an event glow which is october 10th and that's where you're gonna have the live performers correct and everything actually on display like glowing and people can walk around take pictures and view the people in the petri dish does it always have to be in a petri dish is that a stupid question no that's actually
2: not a stupid question like if you paint somebody's body it's not it's not a stupid question at all. i get that question a lot so it needs the nutrients in the petri dish to keep growing i actually have experimented with that i've had i've covered petri dishes with bioluminescent bacteria. I've done imprints of like leaves and flowers and I've even put my finger it's a har- pretty harmless bacteria or it is a harmless bacteria. I put my fingerprints in it and it just doesn't last very long on like the flower or the leaf or the fingers because it doesn't have the nutrients it needs. Right. So it doesn't last very long. You could you know, for it wouldn't work for an installation, but what you could do is like um, I did with a student. Like they put it, they painted a rose, and we just took a lot of pictures really quickly. So you could just do a really quick time lapse. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one way you could do it. I have thought of like genetically engineering a bacteria that could like be bioluminescent and put on the skin, but there might be some might be some issues with that. <laughs> There might be like, some safety like, issues like with that
0: like eating through the skin or something. No, like,
2: I don't think it would eat through the skin, but it might like be an issue of like how do you remove it, right? So, <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know I think like, it'd be worth a try though. How cool would that be? Yeah, and on your website, so you have two two websites, right? Yes, so you have the huntercold photo and then you have huntercold.org. It says you do nudes, weddings. What? 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 Tell me how the weddings fit into
2: that. Uh, so the weddings. It's not like I've done photographed actual weddings. I've just like created scenes that are related to weddings. Like the photograph they've used a lot to promote the exhibit is Angel Bride, and she's like she has roses, a wedding gown, and a ha- and a veil, and then she has a halo of light, which was gotten by moving a two-liter soda bottle, like, filled with Petri dishes and rotating around her head during a long exposure. So that gave her the halo. That is so really cool.
0: cool. If I ever renew my vibes, I want to be a glowing bride. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I would love it someday if someone
2: if someone yes. wanted me to really illuminate, like, a real wedding, that would be awesome.
0: That would be really awesome. Yeah. yeah,
2: that would be very cool.
0: Now, what what inspires you as far as, like, the designs on the Petri dish? You know?
2: Well, I I started as an oil painter, so I kind of have my own style of images that I do that are kind of biomorphic and have that sort of style. So I already kind of had a certain style before I did the drawings on the Petri dishes. Mm-hmm. And then for things like the wedding series, I had all roses okay. and so just to illuminate the people, um, like the bride and stuff like that, and the nudes, I had lilies to illuminate the nudes, roses representing passion and love, and the lilies, I had one, the ascension of the souls, where it looks like they're rising um, in the photograph, um, representing restoration of innocence after death. Um, so I've used like them to have different symbolism, but these like right here, the drawings are just they just come
1: out of me. Like, I don't yeah. know. They're, they're just instinctive. True I will say stuff. when I was looking at um, yeah. some of the work, it kind of reminds me of Aboriginal art in Australia a little, a little
2: bit. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, it has that figurative kind of biomorphic-like yeah. aspect. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Describe to us how crazy October 9th is going to be for you. Okay, so Maybe,
2: you have to... Actually, October 9th and October 10th is going to be pretty crazy <laughs> right. because, like, October 9th I have to have, you know do all the have to organize all the drawing on the petri dishes but our 10th is almost even a little bit crazier because i have to get all the petri dishes installed on the walls yeah and stuff and And the models
0: too right
2: yeah so that's going to be pretty crazy
1: Hunter, is this your biggest event you've ever done
2: yes wow so it's a little
0: bit it's like exciting but a little stressful at the same time yeah this is amazing so you're i mean you're world renowned for this you've you've Presented like in New York and you've been overseas, where, in Europe, right? Yeah,
2: I've shown like all over the world um, and not not to say like not bragging or anything, but if you look up on Google, bioluminescent art, my art comes up. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it does. You have a Wikipedia page. Like, yeah. This, yeah, yeah, you're definitely um, recognized for being the one to, you're just credited with kind of taking this to the next level.
1: So now moving forward, obviously, um, after this event, I mean, what do you obviously you're probably going to want to see how it all plays out that night to see what you want to do next. I'm sure a lot of things are going to be happening and make you think, oh, I want to try this. I want to try that. But I mean, what's your dream as you proceed with your art? That's a tough one. I'm kind of just looking
2: forward to like focusing on this right now and Right. seeing exactly. that like I think that's you what know, you know, gets through. So I'm not. I'll see how this goes and maybe like figure that out after that. I'm kind of focused on this right now. Maybe do a choreograph performance, live performance, maybe a possibility. So that might be something I might consider. But I think it's kind of like I'm focused on this and we'll see how it plays out. And then I'll figure out my next move.
1: And have you ever done any kind of um, art uh, show in Zygus Theater? No, no, this is the first time. Yeah. First time. So what do you think about that center? Um, I think it's pretty
2: awesome. I mean, he shows like really innovative movies all the time that you normally can't probably see anywhere else. So I think it's a really great place and he shows, you know, pretty like innovative art. So, um, yeah, so I think it's an awesome place and he's very open-minded. I was um, a friend, a friend of mine, um, Erica Larkin-Gaudet, she recommended me to talk to him about showing my work. And I always like, you know, I went to him to show and I, asked him about showing my work and you know you don't really expect anything when you do that you know um but I went and he's like oh sure you can have a show and then I was like I was like would it be possible for me to use the theater for one night to have an installation of the bioluminescent bacteria and then he like thought about it and he was like you know okay I'm like <laughs> I'm like really he's Like, and And it's like a big deal because he's giving up showing movies for one night. Yeah. Which is a big deal because he normally shows movies every night. Um, so that's a big deal for him to give me the space for one night.
0: Yeah, but this is kind of yeah. more interesting, I think, than a movie. This is almost like a live performance. I think this would make an amazing documentary. Yeah. I
2: actually, I, I actually have a student who's, d- the student in the film department is doing a documentary yeah. on the whole process. I'd wow. like to be
0: one of your students. You must make class, like, super fun. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. not everybody's interested in, like, biology and geneticism and then like your class? Well, I do like, I mean,
2: especially in, I teach an investigating nature class, which is a science class for non-majors. And I talk about art, like throughout the class. Like there are people that do genetic engineering for art and you know, all different kinds of, there's a person who did IVF for art. Wow. Um, So yeah, I talk about all these different kinds of artists that have done some pretty out there things. And I think the students um, always find it, they always appreciate it and find it more interesting
1: because I include the art.
0: Yeah, did I read that you actually created a class, biology through art? Yes, I did,
1: yes. That is really neat. So, and that's, and that's at Loyola?
2: Yeah, the, the version, I, I just made the online version last summer at Loyola New Orleans. So that, and I was kind of like worried about how that would play out. Cause yeah, because it's online. Yeah, because, but they, they're biological self-portraits, which is their final project, which includes biological aspects, aspects about themselves, and obviously artistic aspects because they're making an artwork. And I was surprised, like, a really large number of them did great projects, even mm-hmm. though it was an online class. So I was really impressed.
0: I have a question, and this might be a silly question, but, like, how does one get all of this bacteria? Where, like, do you order its it? Where is it for your show? Like, that is, is a it good question. Is sitting in, like, a dish inside a refrigerator No, yeah, that's somewhere? actually a good question. It's, <laughs> yeah. I 30 from?
1: pounds of rockfish bacteria, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's actually um, in a minus 80 degrees C freezer, which is super, super, super cold. Yeah. Uh, that's where it's stored. And then whenever I want some, I just take a little bit, a little bit of the culture, and I put it in a liquid culture and a li- put in a shaker, and it grows in a liquid culture and a shaker overnight. Um, and then t- the next day, that's your paint, okay. if you want to look at it that way. Um, and then you either can dip um a q-tip a long q-tip um a paintbrush or what they call loop which has a long stem and just a little loop on the end and then you can put that on the petri dish and paint with any of those things
1: wow.
0: so yeah that's amazing i can't wait to see it in person i've never been to the is it Zygus?
1: Zygus, yeah, yeah i've Who never been? been no and that's why i was asking yeah. like what does it mean to like be part of that what so kind that's of really movies do they usually show like
2: I guess they just really like you know movies that you wouldn't like see any other place like mm-hmm. pretty innovative movies like um, in probably films yeah like that. that kind of thing yeah. yeah
1: so I have a question so you asked where do you get it from <laughs> so I mean it was originally not-
2: it was originally gotten from the the fish gut but know, well, yeah. I don't have to go get it from the fish exactly. gut all the time
1: I have it in the freezer so but I'm saying like is it really expensive especially for this big event because you're having a thousand petri dishes right, like, like, it's
0: isn't is it like caviar like <laughs> yeah yeah
1: well the
2: bacteria is not expensive it was mm-hmm. like the petri dishes and all that did cost some money but fisher scientific gave me a way reduced price to um help so they kind of like donated um a part of the cost so it would be less expensive for me to do yeah. the exhibit which helps a lot because if I bought all of the things at full cost it would be almost unaffordable yeah so Fisher Scientific like helped me out and gave me kind of things below cost
0: see that's great they have something like that yeah that is makes great. sense though and to sponsor something like that you mm-hmm. know I think it's so innovative and it's I've never seen anything like it I didn't even know this existed yeah it's amazing
1: and how's it feel for you to bring this I guess to New Orleans it's exciting
2: because I just got here a little over a year ago, and my first year at Low University of New Orleans was like, it was kind of really packed with teaching a lot of new classes, and there was no way I could have done like a big art exhibit like this the first year. And so my schedule, like I had classes I'd already taught this year, and it was a good schedule, so I was like... I just thought this is now a time that I can maybe do this kind of thing, yeah. and the fact that Rene Broussard, he's the head of the Zeitgeist um, Theater, um, you know, gave me this opportunity, and I was like, you know, I'm just really excited that I'm able to do this in New Orleans so fast because I thought, I thought I would go to places and ask to do this kind of thing, and it would happen a year later, mm-hmm. but I went and talked to Rene Broussard in June. And it's already happening in October. Wow! So very fast. So that's like pretty exciting that it happened that fast.
0: Now, do you have your art in any galleries here as well?
2: Not yet. yet. I would love to. So, any galleries listening out there, (laughs) um, I would love to show my photographs in your gallery, or even do an installation like um, I'm doing in Zeitgeist. So,
0: yeah, maybe like a um, a New Orleans series. You know, I don't know some kind of Mardi Gras. Bacterial series. Uh, that would be kind of That'd cool. That would be very like cool. to make it a New Orleans theme. I'd be open to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, let's make sure. Oh, you know what? And how long have you been here? A year yourself? A little over yeah. a year, yeah. So uh, let's ask some New Orleans questions. I mean, you've been here a yeah. year. How, how do you like New Orleans?
2: I like it a lot. Yeah. It has a lot of great culture. It does
0: have a lot of great culture.
2: How do
1: we confirm? Are you from Chicago?
2: Where are you um, from? I'm originally from San Francisco.
1: Oh. So that's where I grew up. Yeah. And you miss San Fran?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's been quite a while since I've been there, but yeah, I always thought I would go back there someday, but now I'm thinking like, I don't know if I ever will. <laughs> <laughs> it's like life, you know, leads you in different places and I stuff know, like right? that, you know. Yeah. So many
0: people sit across from me and they're like, I don't know, I didn't think I was going to stay here, but I moved here and like, you know, you just fall in love with New Orleans. Yeah, I yeah. was
1: one of them. Yeah. So besides San Fran,
0: uh, you you lived all over?
2: Yeah, so I went to San Francisco, and then I was at Berkeley for UC Berkeley, and then I came to Wisconsin for University of Wisconsin-Madison for graduate school in genetics. Then I was in Milwaukee, then Chicago, now here.
0: How soon Mm -hmm. after you started teaching did the art come into play?
2: I always liked drawing, so Mm -hmm. I just didn't like take it seriously. I just did it for fun. But um, in the middle of my graduate school career in genetics, which sounds funny, I was a little bit despondent with how my lab results were going. And my dad offered me a trip to Paris. And then we went on this trip to Paris and then I was in the Musée d'Orsay and I just had an epiphany when I was in that museum and I was like, I gotta turn my drawings into oil paintings. And so that's what I did when I came back. Mm And I did you show
0: that? that? They, like, what, what did uh, you yeah. do with your
2: paintings? You sold those? Yeah, I sold those. I showed those. I got a lot of articles written about them and did another exhibit called Radioactive Biohazard, where I showed these really large scale paintings. Like, you know, like the largest one was seven and a half feet by six and a half feet. Wow. And I did digital art and I did a laboratory installation and I got a lot of positive response to that. And I started doing the bioluminescent bacteria. So.
0: That is really cool. So let's make sure that we include all of the information on this. Okay, so Living Light, it's photographs by Light of Bioluminescent Bacteria. That is going to be on display October 5th through November 28th at the Zygus Multidisciplinary Arts Center Theater Lounge. That's at 6621 St. Claude Avenue. But the event, the one-night event, is October 10th, and it's called GLOW. And they'll have, like, refreshments on sale there yes. and some cocktails, and you can come in. We don't have a name
2: for it, but there's going to be, like, a signature cocktail for the event that's, like, the same
0: color as the bacteria. Oh, it's awesome. going to glow. I bet yes. it's hypnotic. <laughs> cool. yeah, that's a good, that's actually a good name, hypnotic. I like it, <laughs> Carla. That's what we, I have We you might here. use it. <laughs> <Hard>. <laughs> 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 no, the hypnotic kind of glows. Yeah, I like it. That's really cool. So, and that's October 10th, 6 to 10, right? And is that a um, free event or do people have to pay to get in? It's a
2: free event. And like I say, the photographs will be available for sale, but the event itself is free.
0: And you get to see live performance art. Yeah. Which is amazing. I love that. That's really
1: incredible that it's free, too. I mean, who would not want to go see this?
0: Yeah. This is a one-a-kind
1: event in New Orleans. Definitely want to go see it. I don't
0: think anybody here has seen anything like it. So everybody make sure that they go. It's going to be amazing. An illuminated living art experience. Woohoo. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I'm good. Okay. Well, it's great yeah, having you. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming. Well, thank you for having yeah. me. I appreciate it. And keep us posted. Okay, okay. I will. All right. Because nice to meet you. Can't
1: wait to hear what's next. All right, thank of you. Is name is